The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statman, with you on this Wednesday, 15 April. 2020. Anybody out there jonesing because they didn't get to file their taxes on April 15th? (laughs) If I've got time in this hour, I want to run through. uh, uh, People are still waiting for their checks. And some people have suggested, well, I don't think too many people are going to say too much while they're waiting for their money. Uh, Whose money? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would be remiss if I did not put this out. It is a possibility, but I do... I do caution that this may not be 100% accurate. It's somebody's idea here of what they're looking at on the subject of Trump have given the reins over to FEMA. So here's the 10 minute and 40 second presentation, all of which I don't agree with 100%. Most of it is accurate. I'll leave that to you. We're going to connect the dots for anybody who has ears to hear. Some people are going to want to dispute this, but we're not going to argue with anyone. This is what's going on. There is no Q. There is no anonymous that has any information about this government or anything else that's going on. They have been leading you down a path of lies, all to hide the truth. And here's what's really going on. FEMA has more power than the President of the United States or the Congress. It has the power to suspend laws, move entire populations, arrest and detain citizens without a warrant, and hold them without trial. It can seize property, food supplies, transportation systems, and can suspend the Constitution. When a state of emergency is declared, Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution of energy sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in the U.S. financial institution in any undefined national emergency. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the president, Congress cannot review this action for six months. Now, with the understanding that after Trump signed the National Emergency Declaration, FEMA took over. Now, this is March 13, 2020. Listen to what he's going to say now. This is right after he signed the National Emergency into effect. It is only the beginning of what we're really doing, and now we're in a different phase. 
this is only the beginning of what we're really doing because what they're really doing is putting everything in place to start the new world order. Now we're in a different phase. The different phase that he's speaking of is that he is no longer president and he has given full power over to FEMA when he signed the National Emergency Declaration. We had some very old and obsolete rules. Old and obsolete rules. Those old and obsolete rules are also known as the Constitution of the United States. That we had to live with it worked under certain circumstances, but not under mass circumstances, but not under mass circumstances. Under mass circumstances is being under FEMA rule. They were there for a long time. They were in place for a long time and we're breaking them down now. We're breaking them down now. They're definitely breaking them down because the Constitution is suspended. And they're very usable for certain instances, but not for this, not for this. Because they can't go forward with their plan with the Constitution, our constitutional rights still intact. To unleash the full power of the federal government, to unleash the full power of the federal government in this effort today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. I am officially declaring a national emergency. So he is officially telling us in a coded message that we are now under the rule of FEMA, no longer having a president. Fast forward to March 19th, 2020, in the FEMA National Response Coordination Center. Well, Mr. President, Vice President, thank you for, for being here. Really appreciate your visit uh, to FEMA. I think uh, your visit really, uh, as you indicated last week, uh, by signing the national emergency, uh, has really empowered FEMA, has really empowered FEMA, has really empowered FEMA. And he just made the declaration that FEMA is empowered, has really empowered FEMA. Has really empowered FEMA. Fast forward to April 10th, 2020, in plain words, it's been my great honor to have been their president. Past tense. Uh, the American people have been so disciplined it's been my honor to be their president. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it always. It's been, it's been my great honor to have been their president. And it's been my great honor to have been their president and have been their president, have been their president. Uh, I have a big decision coming up. And I only hope to God that it's the right decision. But it'll be based on um, the input from a lot of very talent, talented people, very smart people and people that love our country. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. He actually will not be making any more decisions. This group of people that he says will be helping him make decisions are the ones that are making decisions now because it is FEMA that is making the decisions. And as you can hear in this live briefing, Trump obviously does not know what's going on because he said, you should have let us know when Mike Pompeo said, we're in a live exercise, a live exercise. Pompeo says this is a live exercise. And what you'll hear in the background is Donald Trump say, you should have let us know. This is not about retribution. This matters going forward. We're in a, we're in a live exercise here to get this right. We, we need to make sure that even... To, we're, in a, we're in a live exercise here to get this right. We, we, we're, in a, we're in a live exercise here. To get this right, we we we're in a we're in a live exercise here. To get this right, we we. Does he sound like a man that's in control of anything anymore? He he just looks like he has just lost his best friend. And all of these videos that we're seeing now, ever since he signed the national emergency declaration.
I'm sure most of us thought that FEMA was created to help people in disasters. But here's the truth about FEMA. FEMA was created in a series of executive orders. A presidential executive order, whether constitutional or not, becomes law simply by its publication in the Federal Registry. Congress is bypassed. Executive Order 12148 created the Federal Emergency Management Agency that is to interface with the Department of Defense for civil defense planning and funding. An emergency czar was appointed. Executive Order 12656 appointed the National Security Council as the principal body that should consider emergency powers. This allows the government to increase domestic intelligence and surveillance of U.S. citizens and would restrict the freedom of movement within the United States and grant the government the right to isolate large groups of civilians. That's where we're at right now, people. We are all being told what to do, where we can and can't go. The National Guard could be federalized to seal all borders and take control of U.S. airspace and all ports of entry. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communications media. Executive Order 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. That's where your census comes in. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11051 specifies the responsibility of the Office of Emergency Planning and gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of increased international tensions and economic or financial crisis. Executive Order 11310 grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plans set out in executive orders to institute industrial support, to establish judicial and legislative liaison, to control all aliens, to operate penal and correctional institutions. And Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal departments and agencies consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. We are Americans, part of something larger than ourselves. For two centuries, we've done the hard work of freedom, and tonight, we lead the world in facing down a threat to decency and humanity. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea, a new world order, where diverse nations 
are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind, peace and security, freedom and the rule of law. Let me stop and interject something here at this point. This man should not have died of old age. He basically told Congress assembled, and the American people got to witness this, and welcome to the New World Order. It's a bold idea. Yeah, you betcha. Such is a world worthy of our struggle and worthy of our children's future. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Hopefully this has opened some of your eyes so that you can see where we're at in this timeline. This is true. This is what's going on. These are facts. Y'all have a blessed day. Mary in Virginia. Hello, Mary. Hey, John. Hi. Sweetheart. I'm okay. So- I'm sorry, what? Are you ready? Am I ready? Yeah, baby. Okay, anyways, uh, I've witnessed with the stay-at-home work crap. My husband is a government contractor. I know this may sound like I'm a squealer, but I I can't help myself, okay? But uh, I have witnessed him work two hours a day, and my son is also a government contractor. Mm -hmm. He works 15 hours a day, yet my husband earns three, four times his pay. Okay, my son's a millennial. I've witnessed this for four weeks. I want to vomit. Your call, baby. I, Mary, I don't know what to do with this. Is this a complaint about uh, wage disparity or them being government contractors? I, I'm, I'm not quite getting the drift here, Mary. I don't either. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you for your call. All right. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, but I don't think me uh, asking any more questions would have made it any clearer. Mike, would you do me a favor? Can you come here, please? This person hasn't figured out that I picked up the phone and I'm not speaking. Jeez, I always have it on ring just in case I miss an emergency call. Jeez, oh Pete. Well, Doctor Fauci admitted that he and Dr. Burks were the two experts who persuaded Trump to kill the economy with their garbage predictions of 2.2 million deaths. Now, folks, uh, Fauci admitted this uh, on Monday that he was the one. Him and Dr. Burks who persuaded Trump to kill the economy, and they did this wildly inaccurate models and predictions. 
And last week, Trump himself admitted that back in March, two very smart people came into his office and urged him to lock the economy down or 2.2 million people would die. Uh, By the way, the president didn't say that those were two very smart people, who they were. And his statement about this was the big projection being that 2.2 million people would die if we did nothing. That was another decision we made. Close it up. This was a big decision that we made. Two very smart people walked into my office and said, listen, these are your alternatives. And that was the projection of 1.5 to 2.2 million people would die if we didn't close it up. He said, that's a lot of people. Now, of course, (laughs) the two experts were completely wrong. Their models were wildly inaccurate and off by some millions of deaths. Trump followed these two inept doctors and killed off the record U.S. economy. Later, the two doctors came back and admitted their models were off by millions, but instead of revising their strategy, these two clowns doubled down on their insane strategy. On Monday, Fauci admitted that he persuaded the president to shut down and kill off the economy. It's likely the doctor's horrid models and flawed predictions will do more damage to America uh, than China did with the leak virus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So now it's in the hands of the Attorney General. And I am not quite sure whether this Attorney... I'm sorry, the Surgeon General. I think I said Attorney General. The Surgeon General of the United States. Is going to be that much better. Now... Indications are that things are going to start returning to normal fairly quickly. I do believe, if I read this correctly, and let me just make sure here. The White House has said that U.S. thoroughly examining possibility virus leak from Wuhan blab, yeah, but... And this has been mislabeled. Bless their little teddy holes, as my mama used to say. I'm not going to play this entire clip to find a part, but here's the deal. Tomorrow they're going to talk about the schedule for reopening the country. I think Mr. Trump has had enough of bad stuff. He saw the World Health Organization for what it was. I'm sure he's been helped after this abject disaster and decision. And what was he to do? What was the rest of the world doing? Well, they were doing the same damn thing, shutting everything down. But tomorrow they're going to release uh, the initial plans to reopen the country. Well, hallelujah. Thank you very much. It shouldn't have had this kind of power. And who is making these decisions? Well, Trump has to hold the baggage on this one, but he's not the one that said that the country needs to be shut down. It's not what he campaigned on, and that's not what he promised. He was in the middle of trying to do that. And, of course, the New World Order crowd stepped in. Wow. No reason to get excited. 
Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Up in Michigan, an online petition calling for the removal of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has garnered 200,000 signatures. As of Tuesday morning, yesterday morning, the petition started approximately one month ago in response to Whitmer's tyrannical stay-at-home orders. Recall Governor Whitmer, her failures during the COVID-19 coronavirus is causing more Michiganders to get sick, the petition reads closing and banning various non-essential businesses and activities while leaving others open, further promoting the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, you're hearing this right. 
The petition calls out Whitmer for inability to fix roads, an important issue Michigan to Michiganders, and fix problems she campaigned on. Wow. Don't the people in Michigan understand that when a politician makes promises, that's just to get you excited to vote for him? Whitmer has lied since day one with her fix the roads, uh, hashtag fix the damn roads, which she has failed to do anything in in that regard. The response uh, was negligence in completely removing funding for hashtag pure Michigan, clearly shows her lack of anything positive for the state of Michigan. Whitmer issued the first stay-at-home order for the state of Michigan on March 23rd. On April 8th, she extended the stay-at-home order until the end of April and put in place additional measures. According to the Detroit Free Press, Michigan residents can no longer purchase paint, gardening seeds, or travel to their lake houses. However, they are free to purchase lottery tickets. Wow. Whitmer has suggested draconian strategies for reducing the spread of the COVID-19 by blocking off sections of grocery stores so people can only purchase essentials. What? Six Michigan congressmen sent a joint letter to Whitmer expressing their concerns with her authoritative-like executive order. The letter was signed by Republican Representatives Paul Mitchell, Fred Upton, Tim Wahlberg, Bill Huzunga, John Molinar, and Jack Bergman. Your latest order is far too restrictive and includes provisions that seem arbitrary and internally inconsistent, the letter reads. We believe there's a better approach. Now, the group suggests Whitmer abide by the guidelines put out by her Center for Disease Control and Prevention, instead of creating her own arbitrary guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that right. Yeah, they're, you need to follow what the CDC is saying. What? I'm sorry. It, did I miss something? Did Michigan separate from the Union? They don't have a state constitution anymore? Does anybody in that damn state house in Lansing even can spell constitution? I doubt it. <sighs> In response to Whitmer's latest executive order, conservative groups Michigan Conservative Coalition and Michigan Freedom Fund are staging a protest near the Lansing Capitol building. The group calls their protest Operation Gridlock. In their online Facebook group, 3,800 people are marked as going and an additional 15,800 people are interested. Mm, Interested in freedom. Mm, Double plus good. The Michigan Freedom Fund has strong ties to Betsy and Dick DeVos, However, the Detroit Free Press noted that Betsy DeVos has not contributed to the Michigan Freedom Fund since entering Trump's cabinet as Secretary of Education. Well, what what are they confused about? She got her job. Jeez. During a press conference on Monday, uh, Whitmer skirted addressing the reason why people planned to protest in Lansing. Instead, she blamed Betsy DeVos. This group is funded in large part by the DeVos family, and I think it's really inappropriate for a sitting member of the United States President's cabinet to be waging political attacks on any governor. Well, but it's okay if the governor attacks its citizenry, right? I see. Wow. As Margot Cleveland at the Federalist ac- accurately points out, Whitmer has put politics over people in her pandemic response. She was actively campaigning for Joe Biden on March 8th while criticizing the White House for their late response to the pandemic. 
And I'll stop right here because you and I both feel that Trump's it was extreme. So what are they what are they saying here? Put politics over people? Yeah, Trump didn't do that. He followed the advice of the experts. I don't think he realized how deep that little rabbit hole went and who these experts were and who they really represented. Wow. Amazing. Eight hundred three one three ninety four forty three will put out the call in number. Ed in Utah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh John? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh man, are you and Steve uh ever doing a great job uh keeping everything in perspective and uh just the way you analyze things. I wanna retract something I'd said earlier in the week. Uh uh I was half right. Uh, when the governor of Utah uh, did this border crossing situation where your smartphone, uh, where you'd get a message and you had to fill out a form online and coming into the airports, um, that part was true. But I said that he went from advisory to compulsory on stay at home. That is not true. He did uh, keep intact uh, the uh, uh, advisory uh, uh, only as far as stay at home. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on one second, Ed. I'm crammed up against this bottom of the hour break. Hold on, eight hundred three one three ninety four forty three. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, Does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. 
Cows, too. Ease off LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seem to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Ed, please continue. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, I just wanted to straighten that out, that uh, it is still not mandatory stay at home, although he strongly advises it, and a lot of people have uh, capitulated. Um, my comments were, uh, John, I was noticing on the website, uh, RBN, uh, you know, medical, uh, where these white coats, I'm talking about, they became medical experts, these guys, the head of the Minneapolis and then the head of the St. Louis Federal Reserves mm-hmm. uh, talking about the 18-month, echoing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, settle in for a long, hard ride. You know, I'm thinking to myself, boy, they, they're now the new uh, huh, CDC. Or like, what is this? It, it, it shows what it is, that, uh, that what uh, Rand Paul and them were saying, this is a reset of the economy, a realignment. They were going to go and try to get what they could in, like the cashless society, we may be able to hold that off at this point. We'll see. And just some thoughts on my overview. Um, John, it seems like there's a routine. You, and I mean RBN, American Free Press, and a few, uh, they get the, they swirl the good information out. The Rappaport report, Lorraine Day, and this, and what have you. Then, they don't always pick it up, but this time they did. Uh, uh George Norrie, uh, uh, having on Rappaport last week. And then last night, he did it again. Uh, it was a year in the making, but this uh, Judy and Kent, uh, their last name's too hard to pronounce. Their book is out uh, on major media, Amazon, uh, The Plague of Corruption. And so George Norrie, coast to coast, had them on last night, and they sounded a lot like Lorraine Day, Dr. Lorraine Day, and John Rappaport. Uh, it's a very good book. And um, so this is coming out. You mentioned on the web the 12 experts now lining up behind Rappaport and uh, the good leaders. But without Rush Limbaugh picking up uh, our information and uh, George Norrie, the same, uh, you know, I'm really appreciative of their help. And I think they're a a, a big part of the reason why we're seeing the protests in Michigan, North Carolina, and maybe elsewhere if uh, these uh, uh, tyrants uh, don't rein themselves in before it has to go to, to the next level. 
Well, uh, and it looks like uh, the (laughs) the storm clouds might be parting. Uh, I think these governors Mm -hmm. have got an earful from the citizens of their state going, what in the hell do you think you're doing? And many many more people are starting to find out that these two clowns have been advising the White House are bought and paid for. They're part of the Bill Gates, let's turn everybody into a pincushion kind of crowd. And right. you keep hearing that, well, it could be 16 to 18 months before we get back to normal. No. Yeah. And these doctors have been coming forth and saying, look, a government can't mandate anything to kill a virus. This is a natural progression. It goes on every day of our lives, every year of mm-hmm. our lives, year after year after year. And people That's have been right. educating themselves in the bad part for these tyrannical cretins is many more people have time to sit on the internet at home and read and they have been doing exactly that and they have been educating themselves oh my god what a concept that somebody has access to information to broaden the scope of their perception (laughs) you know this reality has been created by the media and our white-coated friends and it's now starting to unravel in a big way, Ed. I thank it you is, for John. Ed. I thank oh, you for. Can your... I make one more? Go oh, ahead. Okay. Uh, well, what it was, and John, you and Steve Elkins, three and a half weeks ago, are a big part of that. I just want you to know that uh, Steve Elkins is. Um, he may not be right up there with Rappaport with the years of study, but he sure laid it out. And and this also, our work is still cut out. We have the wolf in sheepskin. Sean, Sean, and Neil Con Hannity, yeah. and Dr. Oz are teaming up right now, and he's saying, I have no problem if I have to go to Yankee Stadium with a mask on and wear gloves and all this. <laughs> and he also said handshaking in America will be a thing of the past. Well, I got news for that, punk. But thanks a lot, John. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate it. Yeah, your $31 million paycheck. Enjoy it, Sean Hannity, because I don't think many people are going to want to see you around too much after this. After all, Fox News is changing anyhow, aren't they? They're going to the dark side. Donna in California. Hello, Donna. Hello. Hi. Um, I just received some disturbing news yesterday. I re- uh, received a notice in the mail to renew my tags and license mm-hmm. for California. Mm-hmm. And uh, in it was inserted this letter, and it says, now is the time to consider a real ID. <laughs> it says, starting October 1st, 2020, yep. you will need a real ID valid passport mm-hmm. or other federally approved form of ID to travel by plane within the U.S. or to access federal facilities mm-hmm. and or military bases. If you decide not to get a real ID, your California driver's license or identification card will display the phrase, federal limits apply. And do you think for one second, Donna, that is going to stand under any uh, court proceedings? No, it won't. I hope not. No, it it, it really won't. Because, and And I'll tell you the reason why. The Constitution for the state of California, it's only as good as its people. And you can say that about the federal Constitution as well. It is an ideology. It is a form of government. It is a system of belief. It's the law of the land. And it stands. 
unless they want to stand up, Donna, and say flat out, look, Constitution doesn't matter anymore. We've, we've surpassed that, and we're in a... Let them, let them come out and make the admission. Otherwise, we're going to keep holding them to it. it it's causing them quite a problem, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Do Donna? you know... Yep. Do you know if... Is there any other states? Have you heard about that? Oh, absolutely. We've talked about oh, okay. it. We talked about it six months ago. Absolutely. Okay, I didn't know that. All yeah. Right. yeah, it's the government permission slip. They want their national ID. And basically, that's what they're turning driver's license and passports into. They're not going to call it the mark of the beast like Al Gore did 20-some years ago. No, but it's going to be your government uh, permission card. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's Pre- you know. Thank you. Pre- Bye. Appreciate your call. Yeah. You're, you're going to be restricted unless you get your little gold star. I got news for you. <laughs> no. This will be challenged in court. Even if it has to go to the Supreme Court, which... I'm almost certain it will if they're dumb enough not to back down. This is not going to even hold up in court. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Crazy? Crazy you got. Robert in Texas. Hello, Robert. Hey, John. Hey, buddy, I'll just let you guys know. I just drove from Seattle, Washington, all the way back to central Texas. Me and my son... Uh, we went up there to help my other son. He's moving. Mm-hmm. And we drove back and did not have one single problem, even in Utah, when they were talking about, I mean, we didn't even get a second look driving through any of this stuff. Well, and that's been my experience. My uh, my weekend board op has to drive down from Dallas, and he was scared. He said, look, he says, what happens if I get pulled over? I'm not going to be able to be there. I said, you're not going to get pulled over. He said, how do you know that? I said, well, I'm reading the guidelines right from the governor of Texas here. If you're involved in the media, television, radio, whatever, uh, you know, you're you're you supersede any other mandate. You're allowed to you're allowed to travel. This this has been thrown out, Robert, and governors and city managers and mayors and county officials, they they just weren't told, look, stand down. If there's anything official, it's going to come from the top echelons of the legislature. You know what has been missing during this whole damn thing? Is the state legislatures or the Congress itself. They're up there talking about how much money they're going to give away, not the actual constitutionality of what the hell is going on in this country. Which is first... Yeah, that's their first and primary concern. Am I conducting myself in a constitutional manner from which I've been elected to represent my constituency. End of story. Bingo. Well, this little town that I live in, in central Texas, the mayor has went totally... I, he actually had one of my son, my son, because coming back kind of scared. You, you would think there were roadblocks to get in this little town. The things he wrote, uh, little proclamations, I guess you want to call them, but again... We didn't have any problems. We stayed in motels. We got plenty of fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, some people had masks on. Some people didn't. Up in Washington State, I think they just kind of all think it's crazy anyway. It was open, and, and the supermarket was totally stocked. There was nothing we couldn't get. Well, and the fear was put out there, and people reacted to that right. fear. And now they're standing around going, uh, what's going on here? Absolutely. That's all it is, is fear. That's it. We got everybody scared. 
Robert? But there, it's about the pop. I think it's about the pop. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, and it is. And and, and it, it, it has to. And people are now finding you. out, Robert, that this is a bag of bull excrement, as Mike Rivera likes I to call you, it. I got you, buddy. All right, Robert. I got you. Thank got you for your call, you. sir. Care, Appreciate it. Um, finishing my story that I said I was going to finish at the top of last hour, talking to the old a couple I was getting water at the water place. And the old couple pull out and get out of their truck. Mom walks up. I said, where's your gloves and your mask? Well, I'll stand six feet. I said, no, no that's okay. In which time the old boy turned and looked at me, and he said, you know, that's all BS, right? You do know that. And I said, yes, I do know that. And I looked at him, and I said, you've reached a, a, a number of years. You've seen a good, goodly amount in your lifetime. I said, do you believe what's going on right now? He just shook his head, and he says, I don't recognize this country. I really don't recognize it. And I said, well, you know that, and I know that. Your wife knows that. I said, but what about the successive generations to come? And the wife looked me square in the eye and says, we brought up our son the right way. He knows what's going on. And I, it just made me smile from ear to ear. Because there's that generational adhesive. This is why I kind of got upset with my friend there yesterday. Good listener, calls in, donates to the network, and... You know, and and I'm just trying to express that there have been six degrees of separation here in this country, hasn't there? This has been an ongoing prob uh, problem that we have. Who's pitting this political thing against that political thing? I mean, to the point we got black-masked individuals going around wreaking mayhem, and they know where the money's coming from, and the cops won't do anything about it. Uh, how about the, the Roe v. Wade? How about the... Uh, you know, it's my body. Well, how about that abortion thing? Well, the pro-lifers and the anti-lifers, you get the idea. They have gone to split the family. You know, do we have to go back to the bra-burning days here? You know, women's liberation. They were never enslaved. But to hear the radical ones that, well, you're just... You're just a useless baby maker. As long as you keep doing the laundry and you're barefoot and you're cooking dinner in the kitchen, that's your role. You know what? I never thought of women like that. I always thought of women as something to be protected and respected. And what is the women's movement? Well, the women have been debauched to what level now? That's your brand of democracy? Thank you. I'm just... I'm just thoroughly amazed. So, folks, you're you're all being programmed. Recognize the programming. By the way, I got a guy um, that says Steve in Iowa says thank you for putting out that movie Dark Waters. Great info. Yes, it is. If you have not seen it, you got Netflix. You got plenty of time on your hands right now. Watch it. Dark Waters. Completely one hundred percent true story. And if it doesn't scare the hell out of you once you get done watching a Hollywood feature on the subject matter of what you've been poisoned with, well, then you're already dead. Don't worry about it. Chris in Las Vegas. Hello, Chris. Well, good afternoon, John. I know how this station always seeks the truth and giving some deep analysis to the goings-on with this 
corona hoax or virus, as the case may be. It's not escaping my observation. This could be the radical dean's methodology of anything necessary or proper and their skewed view of reality. You mean their democracy my, minus the rule of law? Yeah, well, yeah. their law was bunch anyway. But well, yeah. Since they really don't want Trump in, and they want their people in, because Trump might hold some people accountable for the corruption that's been <laughs> manifest by their side of the fence. Which, by the way, Chris, before I run out of time on today's program, uh, the Justice Department and uh, the Secretary of State's office is moving right now uh, against Hillary to bring her in. Uh, the bleach bit uh, supposed emails uh, that's been subpoenaed, the information from the uh, Internet company, all this stuff is going to come to a head. They have not laid off of Hillary. I think this is going to be a great pre-November uh, elections party myself. But aside from that, I just wanted to slide that in there to let people know that there are people with inside the government eyeballing Hillary, and it looks like they're going to go after her. I hope. Hope. Things eternal, I would say, John. But yep. by observation, if this is election tampering at its highest order, because they could not tolerate the fact that the economy was booming under Trump, so this pandemic virus, with the multi-pronged attack of the collateral damage of closing down the country to suppress the economy is a demonic trick by the Democrat Party to try to frame the blame on Trump for it happening when it all lays on their doorstep. I heard the most ridiculous thing today on one of these news shows that, uh, well, the economy that Barack Obama put together, Trump just trashed. And I'm listening to this, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, I'm hearing this, and I'm going, how can anybody in this country get away with making such a blatant statement, false statement. I, I'm, I'm, well, yeah. It's just so absurd that it's ridiculous. You're, you're right on that. But being the fact that he was actually Barry Sotero or something else other than Barack Hussein Obama. He, he was the, he was the son, he was the son of a whore, and I've got pictures to prove it. How's that? And Frank Marshall Davis, an avowed communist. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was supposedly involved in, under the White House basement meeting with Trump recently, where I'm sure he did the same thing he did to John Paul Roberts, so-called chief guest of the Supreme Court, to make him that twisted decision of trying to claim that it was a tax or yeah. whatever he did for the, the so-called Affordable Health Act, which was neither about affordable as redistribution of the wealth. No, it was about health. more about the control and getting into every aspect of your life. And once you figured out what you were under, well, you weren't supposed to have the firearms to really protest, if you know what I mean. Yes. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate your time in. Thank you, Chris. David in Iowa. Hello, David. Uh, uh, the lady that called about the real ID. Yes. Uh, I got a thing in the mail that, uh, a while back on mine. I just renewed my driver's license, and it said that that has been postponed to 2021. And what state are you from? Iowa? Iowa, yeah. Well, wow. I don't know if that's uh, this state or whether it's, I assume it's the whole country. Ooh, well, that's very interesting. There have been sounds that there's been rumblings behind the ye old curtains here. Why would they yeah. postpone something like that? Because they were fully intent on rolling that thing out. I, well, I, I think they used the flu as a 
as an excuse. <laughs> uh, Another thing. Yeah. Uh, the CDC said uh, 60,000 people were killed by the influenza flu last year. No, that was 80,000. Uh, isn't that six times more than we got here? How come that? How come they, how come they didn't shut the country down? That was eighty thousand last year. That was the H one N one. Yeah, and now many, they're say, and now they're saying, David, that there's been twenty six thousand deaths so far uh, due to the coronavirus. But as we all know, uh, this these figures are being loaded up, and I would. I, I'm, I'm going to, and I'd have no fact to back this up, just my intuition on this one. I would say the number of deaths directly attributable, and most of them elderly, uh, probably 12, 13, 14,000 at, at max. So it's it's not panning out the way they thought it was going to. They're not going to be able to necessarily take credit. Oh, it was the social distancing and the stay-at-home orders. No, it wasn't because enough information has come out that people now understand flus, how it affects, how it spreads, so on and so forth, and that no government with any kind of mandate has ever stopped a virus from spreading. That keeps, it keeps on in its cycle. The only thing they've done is interrupted temporarily the cycle of people contacting People with the flu getting it themselves, their bodies building up the antibodies, and then getting on with life. I talked to Steve Elkins today. He goes, you know, he said you had the, the coronavirus, and he goes, I don't think so. He said, you would have had symptoms for a week. I said, I didn't tell you. I said, but I had headaches for a week. And the severe case of malaise, the only thing I wanted to do was sleep. And I says, and then it hit. Fever spiked a little bit. I had the Hershey squirts, as they like to call them. And I said, I I have no doubt that I had the coronavirus, that brand of flu. And here I am, alive and well, without uh, any medication, without taking anything. I wanted to do, I used myself as a guinea pig. I did not take any aspirins. I didn't take any zinc. I didn't take any vitamin C or D. I did nothing at all. Nothing. And I recovered. And I'm not 20 years old anymore. Me either. I'm 82. Well, but you don't. Uh, how, but David, you don't sound like it. Hey, I hate to do this. I'm running out of time. How many flus have we had this year? Influenza for this year? <laughs> I haven't heard anybody say. <laughs> Thanks well, for your we call. We got two flus. Yeah, I know. I know. David, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Eric in New York. Eric, we're running out of time. Please make it brief, sir. Yeah, I don't know if you covered this. I tuned in a little late. Did you hear Trump's press conference today? No, I did not. Okay, he threatened to suspend Congress under Article 2, and this hasn't happened since Lincoln, if I'm not mistaken, but correct me. Um, He threatened under Article 2, Section 3, that he's going to dismiss Congress so he can do what's called recess appointments for over 450 judges so they can get on the witch's court at this time during the coronavirus. We really need to have these people appointed, he said. So he's threatening Congress, if you don't appoint my judges, I'm going to suspend you and do a mass group of recess appointments for, I believe he used the number was 480 new witches to the witch's court right when we need it right here during the middle of coronavirus. So another agenda being slammed through. Oh, and by the way, Julius Cuomo, and compliment to Donald Caesar, today announced that we're, it's going to require, quote, an army of tracers 
to trace down the contacts of everybody who comes up with a positive test on coronavirus. He must have had army. Yeah, he must have. He must have had yeah. conversations with Bill Gates. All right, Eric, yeah, I, I I thank you for that. Uh, I'm you're yeah. catching me on the short end of the information. I will cover that on tomorrow's program. Thank you Great. for that, Eric. Thank you very much. And last item here. The Pope. He's calling for universal basic income. Folks, does this tell you that Pope on a rope there in Vatican City? What his politics really are? And he shouldn't be involved in politics? I thought he was the first man in line for Jesus. The United Nations has not called for UBI, but technocrats do and have done so since the 1930s when technocracy as an economic system was invented at Columbia University. In an Easter letter to members of popular movements and organizations, Pope Francis suggested that the coronavirus crisis may be an occasion to consider a universal basic wage. Wow. Quoting him, I know that you have been excluded from the benefits of globalization... Jeez. Thank you, Popey. You do not enjoy the superficial pleasures that anesthetize so many consciences, yet you always suffer from the harm they produce. The ills that in, uh, afflict everyone hit you twice as hard. He reflected that many of you live from day to day without any type of legal guarantee to protect you. Street vendors, recyclers, carnies, and small farmers... I like his choice of workers here. Dressmakers, the different kinds of caregivers. You you who are informal, working on your own, or in the grassroots economy, you have no steady income to get you through this hard time, and the lockdowns are becoming unbearable. This may be the time to consider a universal basic wage with, which would acknowledge and dignify the noble, essential tasks you carry out. By the way, he says, I hope, that governments understand that the technocratic paradigms are not enough to address this crisis or other great problems facing humankind. When it, basically, folks, he wants this on a permanent basis. Don't you just love the demons and democracy? They come in different dress styles, don't they? This one wears the funny hat, the communist in Rome. And you thought you Catholics out there had problems with Reformation? (laughs) Brother. Thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Back tomorrow with another edition of the National Intel, and I'll do the follow-up on that little um, Trump thing that he did to Congress. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573- 
573-465-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot them an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited-time opportunity. Don't miss it. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 